Very stupid. They started got this oh, it's some fine music there. Hold on a second. I got to adjust. They, they make me wear these headphones. Not accustomed, not accustomed to this. When you listen to 78s, you're not wearing headphones. There's no way to hook up a, a set of headphones. There's no jack in a big trawler. But I got to wear them when I'm here. They have all this modern technology. But I got Lola Better Pancakes. She's running it. I don't touch the stuff here, but I still have to wear these headphones. So uh, that was um, Dixie Rhythm Kings and the chant. And before that was uh, King Nawa. I can't even pronounce Nawaha, Nawahis. King Nawahis. I didn't know him, so that's why I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, I just got to 78 last week. I should have asked somebody how to pronounce it. King Nawahis, Hawaiians, and tickling the strings. So this is Courtney, your codger. Here at WFMU every Tuesday from 7 to 8. <laughs> oh, you know, it smells very fragrant here. It smells clean for a change. Because the last two weeks, of course, this place was just infested with hippies. They were doing this fundraiser, this annual fundraiser at WFMU, and I had to come down here, and it was just, oh, the stench. And what is it with these hippies, anyway? Now, look, so the, the fundraiser is over, okay? And I just want to say... Uh, the results of the fundraiser, WFMU raising money for its operation. Uh, the, the, the results for WFMU can be described in one word. It's a four-letter word, and it starts with F. <laughs> that word is flop. That's right, it was a flop. It was terrible. It was a failure. And because they, they barely raised enough money to, uh, to, you know, to fix the bathroom plumbing, which they have to do quite often because the toilets overflow. Because so many people down here are so full of crap. So anyway, they didn't raise much money, and all the hippies were demoralized. The hippies that work here, the DJs, they, they were demoralized. Some of them were suicidal, and some of them were like, even worse. They're gonna, they, they thought maybe they have to go out and get a real job. Anyway, so tough luck, Ken. Guess you're not going to finish get to finish that mirror pool on the fourth floor. I guess this year, uh, station manager Ken... No Caribbean getaway for the office staff, eh? But anyway, we heard your Kaja show. Raked it in. We did, we did splendid. It was wonderful. We raked in tons of money, even with the 10% that we gave to our co-hosts, uh, Booker T. Bodenheim one week, and Fabio. That's right, Fabio got 10% of what we earned the second week. So uh, we, we're, we're rolling in it. <laughs> That's right. That's what we used to say. We're rolling, not not literally. Don't picture that. Okay, it's a figurative, it's a figure of speech, rolling in it. Okay, but we got plenty of money for the foreseeable future to spend on uh, what we call infrastructure. That's right. Cigars, uh, booze, uh, heart-shaped boxes of chocolate for our sweeties, and of course to buy more 78 RPM records that we can play on this show, because that's all we play on the Old Kaiser Radio Show. Well, anyway, so, uh, tough luck, Ken, and everybody else. <laughs> anyway, this is still March, and you know that March, as we said a few weeks ago before the fundraiser, March is uh, BHM, Bodenheim History Month. That's right. So here's Gus Bodenheim with another chronicle about his illustrious bloodline. Hello, this is Gus Bodenheim, I'm almost certain of it. And careful listeners will recall my earlier announcement that this is Bodenheim History Month. Alas, some of us failed to recall this, and weeks have elapsed without any appreciable efforts towards promoting Bodenheim awareness here on the Old Codgers program. Well, cut my legs and call me shorty. Time to correct the error. Today I will present more thumbnail profiles, this time focusing on notable musical Bodenheims of history. Wolfgang Amadeus Bodenheim revolutionized music by leaping past the conventional Baroque style and landing with a thud right atop the differently named Rococo style, which, if anything, tended towards somewhat higher keys and even more fussy little diddly-diddly notes. He is recalled bitterly by musicologists for such works as Diverticulum in A-sharp flat right above a Starbucks and the unendurable Monotonenza Asobuco for Alpenhorn and Dinnerbell. Rumor has it that he was poisoned by a jealous rival, 
but this is merely wishful thinking as he festered into a ripe old age and even centuries later found himself inducted into the prestigious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame alongside Curtis Blow, Lou Bega, and Josie and the Pussycats. In the country and western genre, Jersey City's Tennessee Ernie Bodenheim was originally nicknamed Chickasaw Shawnee and Cherokee Ernie Bodenheim until brutally renamed by manager and uncle Colonel Tom Bodenheim, who cruelly believed Tennessee would catch on easier with racist country music fans. The heartless stratagem succeeded in moving dozens of units of Ernie's first and most popular classic. I dropped 16 pounds. What do you think? It's all about discipline, portion size too. To this day, Tennessee Ernie Bodenheim can be regularly seen in Branson, Missouri, restocking brochures at the Welcome Center. Next, we turn to the late 1980s, an age of musical excellence and innovation, when legendary names filled the charts. Names like Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam, Richard Marks, Tapao, and Men Without Hats. Into this roiling ferment burbled the greatest of them all. Terence Trent de Bodenheim, exploding onto the scene like one of those plastic bottle-shaped party popper things where you pull the string on New Year's Eve and it goes bang and all this stuff flies out. Um, wait, wait a second. Oh, his debut LP, Terence Trent de Bodenheim, is here to tell you all what's what. Was poised to become a chart behemoth until Terence told a reporter, I'm better than the Beatles and Jesus. The savvy reporter, recognizing a schmuck when he saw one, decided instead to write a piece about Bruce Hornsby and the range. Alas, Terence Trent de Bodenheim, we hardly knew ye. To all these greats and others yet uneulogized, I lift a glass. And several more. We'll see you next time, man. Gus Bodenheim. Hmm.
I'll be right with you. <laughs> Put my cigar out. Sorry about that. No wonder it smells so fragrant in here. No hippies, and I got a fragrant Rancho Malario. Uh, this is a Robusto, I think. No, no, this is a Rancho Malario Supremo. <laughs> yes. There's nobody here, nobody to complain, nobody to tell me to put it out. The, the, the management, they went home. So... I'm in charge. That's right. I'm doing the radio show my way. This is Courtney T. Edison. You're got you here on WFMU every Tuesday from 78, playing 70 RPM records. You know, like I say, like they're going out of style. That's right. That was Jack Pettish and his pets with Spanish Dream. Before that, Florence Brady sang Sunshine. Now, I'll tell you about that song in a second. Uh, the ticklers before that with Healing in the Bomb Yard. And uh, Jared Wiggins played the piano. He did Wiggin with Wig. So anyway, the, the song Sunshine by Florence Brady, a lot of people sang it. 
Back in the 1920s, it was a big hit. But they they need to preserve that song, because I understand the copyright is going to expire soon. Now we cannot allow the song Sunshine to go into the public domain. Now I know the guy that wrote it was Sayerville G. Dunwoody. He's still alive. That's right. He's a friend of mine. He depends on the income from that song. Because public domain, he'll be broke, and then he'll, the, it'll be such an ignominious ending when they write his obituary, does not have to say he died penniless. We don't want to say that. We want him to die wealthy from the song, Sunshine. So he, he depends on the income. Maybe they could pass some legislation or something. Right, right to your congressman or your, your, your congresswoman, I don't know, your congress entity. Have them pass a law to save that song. Okay, some law. They could, I don't know what they could call it, the Sunshine Protection Act or something. What are the chances they're going to do that, right? They don't really care about the little people, the little songwriters, the artists, like Sayerville G. Dunwoody. No. Anyway, look, I'm going to go back to the music, but remember, as Gus said, Boheim, uh, Bodenheim History Month is ending soon. It's just another week of it or so, and I hope that Gus comes back next week and talks a little bit more about the, the, the many, well, there's not many famous people. There's an awful lot of obscure people in the Bodenheim brood. But anyway, I hope you, yourself, have been celebrating uh, Bodenheim History Month. I hope you posted some a- educational uh, activities among your friends, your, your students, your family, about the accomplishments of the Bodenheim bloodline. Don't think about them too hard, because there's a limited number, I know. Make some up, okay? If you, if, you, if you can't make history, make it up. That's what I say. Then get plus to the scuppers. But anyway, I do want to say, I want to announce, I'm the first one to say this on the radio. I know, that spring, it's spring. Spring is here, okay? So here's a song about spring. on the old radio show on WFMU. Shining where clouds have been Maybe it's something to do with spring I feel no older than 17 Maybe it's something to do with spring A feeling I can't express A sort of lilt in the air A lyrical loveliness Seems everywhere there that cow resembles a rural dean. Maybe it's something to do with spring. The spring is here, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, dear, can't you see? The simply agonizing sheen on every angry little tree. You must admit it's rather fun to think that every single thing that nature ever does is overdone. You see exactly what I mean, it all looks far too clean, a badly painted scene, the grass is far too green, perhaps there's something we have missed, I never could have kissed a sentimentalist, still there's something in the atmosphere, a sort of something dear, that makes me happy Shining where clouds have been Maybe it's something to do with spring I feel no older than seventeen Maybe it's something to do with spring A feeling I can't express A sort of lilt in the air A lyrical loveliness Everywhere there That sheep's expression Is quite obscene Maybe it's something to do with spring
pathetic, I'm so pathetic that I always have found it best instead of getting them all for my chance to let them rest on express. I hate parading my serenading as I probably miss the ball. But if this ditty is not so pretty, at least it'll tell you how great you are. You're the top. You're the Coliseum. You're the top. You're the Louvre Museum. You're a melody from a symphony by Strauss. You're a Vendel Ballad, a Shakespeare sonnet, you're Mickey Mouse. You're the Nile, you're the Tower of Pisa, you're the smile on the Mona Lisa. I'm a worthless check, a total wreck, a flop, but if baby I'm the bottom, you're the top. You're Mahatma Gandhi, you're the top, you're Napoleon Branding, you're the purple light of a summer night in Spain, you're the National Gallery, you're Garbo's salary, you're cellophane, you're sublime, you're a turkey dinner, you're the time of the Derby winner. I'm a toy balloon that's fainted soon to pop. But if baby I'm the bottom, you're the top. You're the top. You're an arrow collar. You're the top. You're a coolie dollar. You're the nimble tread of the feet of Fred Astaire. You're an O'Neill drama. You're Whistler's mama. You're Camembert. You're infernal, Dante. You're the nose on the great Durante. I'm just in the way, as the French would say, de trop. But if baby, I'm the bottom, you're the top. You're the top. You're a Waldorf salad. You're the top. You're a Berlin ballad. You're the basic brand of a lady and a gent. You're an old Dutch master. You're Mrs. Astor. You're Pepsodent. You're romance. You're the steps of Russia. You're the pan on a Roxy Usher. I'm a lazy louse that's just about to stop. But if baby, I'm the bottom. You're the top.
That was uh, uh, Eddie Cole. He was the brother of Nat King Cole. That was Eddie Cole, Solid Swingers, and Honey Hush. Now, before that was Pine Top Smith, the great Pine Top Smith, uh, on the piano with Jump Steady Blues. Cole Porter, what a wonderful song, You're the Top. Now, the, the song, You're the Top, it's in the lyrics, it mentions Mickey Mouse. Well, those listeners to this show who listen very closely, will realize that last week I played a song that had Mickey Mouse in it. And the week before that, I played another song that had Mickey Mouse in it. So, three consecutive radio shows playing a song that had the name Mickey Mouse in the lyrics. Now, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. That must be a world record. Well, you're wrong. It's not. It ties the record. It ties the record set in 1948 by a, a DJ named Bill Bojangles Bodenheim. No, no relation. But yeah, so let's see if next week I can find another song that has Mickey Mouse in the lyrics and establish a new world's record. That'll be fabulous. Anyway, back to the, the playlist called Porter with You're the Top and Noel Coward opened up that set with something to do with spring. Now, this is Courtney, the old codger here on WFMU. We're not fundraising anymore. We're done with that, okay? Hopefully forever. Now, so we had this fundraiser. I was here. There were all these hippies everywhere. So one of the hippies came up to me, and he asked me, he says, Courtney, that's not the way he talks. He didn't say Courtney. He didn't have that gruff voice like I do. It sounded kind of, well... You know how hippies sound. Stoned. That's what he sounded like. And he smelled it, too. It wasn't a bad smell. 
Anyway, he asked me, Courtney, he says, are you running out of 78s to play? Because I, the hippie says, I read somewhere that they're not making them anymore. And I replied, no way. I have tens of thousands uh, of 78s. And I bought the great ones. In fact, if you come to my bunker in East Orange on Springdale Avenue, you can see I don't have any bad 78 RPM records. Now, there are bad 70 RPM records. There some with the lousy 1920s hotel bands or the, 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 the boring sweet big bands of the 1930s or the, the sappy crooners of the 1940s. And then there was, oh, that stupid plague of laughing records in the 1920s. And, of course, anything by Annette Hanshaw. Well, I don't own any of those. When I acquire a large collection of 78s, and it, it, it's always from someone who passed away and your family doesn't know what to do with them, so I take them off their hands. Anyway, I sort through them and I weed out all the crap. Now, there's a word for bad 78 RPM records. There's a word, and that word is landfill. <laughs> That's right. I've probably created an entire city with the 78 RPM records I've discarded. Yeah, so, someone, I think Mark Twain once said, uh, buy real estate because they ain't making it anymore. Well, I am. Your home might be sitting on a mountain of my rejected Bakelite platters. Who knows? But anyway, we're going to go back to the music here because I'm running out of time. I only got 15 more minutes and then, oh yeah, uh, Maury's coming in with Maury's uh, Coney Island, the show that follows this one every Tuesday on WFMU. We live in a crazy, crazy house that was built from the upstairs down. It's the most conspicuous, the most ridiculous house in town. We climb upstairs to the cellar to cook on the icebox there. We don't keep that in the kitchen. Cause all of the beds are there We live in a crazy, crazy house That was built from the upstairs down It's the most conspicuous, the most ridiculous House in town We always scrub down the ceiling Cause our feet never touch the floor To look at our television we open the oven door. We live in a crazy, crazy house that was built from the upstairs down. It's the most conspicuous, the most ridiculous house in town. The bathtub sets in the parlor, the wash basin in the hall. We always walk out the window. Cause there ain't any doors at all The whole darn thing's held together With gum tape and rubber bands We live in a crazy, crazy house That was built from the upstairs down It's the most conspicuous, the most ridiculous Inconceivable, undesirable
Gus Bodenheim here, and if you're anything like me, old, spent, and indifferent, you must think cryptocurrency is how Superman pays his veterinarian. Of course, I'm joking. Cryptocurrency is all the rage. It's the wave of the future. It's a raging wave with a cutting edge on its very tipping point, and woe betide the latecomer. That's why Del Barton Capital has developed Codger Coin. This is no mere e-cash, cyber-boodle, or robo-scarol, no. Kaja Coin is an entry-level crypto financial medium designed with the old, spent, and indifferent in mind. Now I know what you're thinking. Whence Kaja Coin? And whither my wealth? Good questions. I'll explain. Understanding the reluctance of the mature investor to take a chance on new technology, a team of peer-reviewed techno smarty pants types at Del Barton Capital thought, why not exploit old technology? To wit, the vast, unsustainable accumulation of electro-ephemera clogging the nation's attics, landfills, and thrift stores. Discarded speaking spells, Furbies, Tamagotchis, Merlin and Simon games, and the like, all linked using board-certified HDMI technology to mine vast virtual amounts of Kaja coin. You might wonder, is it fungible? For the first time, Kaja coin allows you to set your preferred level of fungibility. Furthermore, its buying power does not stop when you run out of Kaja coin. Introducing the innovative EIOU. Spend a buck buck here and a buck buck there, and you'll have bought the farm long before anybody realizes they've been had. Kaja coin, the money of the future for the man of the past.
Well, that's going to wrap up the show. We're running out of time here. I, I'm going to run down the, uh, the playlist. That was George Gershwin. And uh, Sweet and Low Down. That was from his musical, uh, Tiptoes. Before that, there was Gus was in there, uh, paying the bills, helping pay the bills with the commercials, the advertisements that we feature. It's a featured part of the program on the Okaja radio show. It's not just music and uh, witty repartee that I offer. We also offer commercials. That's right. Uh, Ruth Edding sang Beloved, uh, the Jungle Band with Admiration. And we heard Clevis Mulsrum singing, uh, there's a group called, I don't know if it's a guy or a group, Clevis Mulsrum, there's many people singing in it. The house that was built from the upstairs down. So this is uh, Courtney T. Edison, the old codger, here every Tuesday night on WFMU from 7 to 8 o'clock playing the old 70 RPM records because we got to preserve them and keep them alive. Now, look, the, the fundraiser is finished. But they told me that they had this thing called an adoption gallery. And you could adopt, I don't know how this works, but you could adopt the staff or the fixtures or something like that. And somebody adopted me, okay? I was adopted by a guy named Lou Smith of Brooklyn. Hey, Lou Smith adopted me. I guess that makes him my dad. Well, he said I can call him Pops, like Louis Pops Armstrong. So look, Pops, if you're out there listening, Pops Schmidt, Lou Schmidt, Pops, uh, come on over to my bunker in East Orange for a, a, a sly weasel tasting sometime. And please, you know, make sure I'm included in your will, Dad. Well, uh, tune in next week to see if Courtney breaks the world's record for consecutive radio shows playing songs with Mickey Mouse in the lyrics. Stay tuned for Maury's Coney Island. This is WFMU East Irons, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County, 91.9 FM, and online at WFMU.org.